It's time for the Nick B podcast. No co-hosts, no filters, and no telling what the hell will come out of his mouth. What I love about this guy, Nick. Now, here's your host, Nick B. First and foremost, I would like to apologize to those of you that are watching this by video uh, and wondering, you know, what the fuck happened to you? <laughs> Uh, funny story, um, for those of you, again, that are watching the video, and if you don't know who I am, uh, my name is Nick B. I am a radio host. I've been a radio host for about the last 20 years on and off. There were some times where radio didn't love me and I didn't love radio, uh, so I went to another career because I do have a family that I have to take care of, but every time radio has come calling back like the whore I am, I came running, uh, to get used and abused yet again so um and i've been doing radio now for about uh five years straight uh whether it was on the fm dial whether it was on internet whether it was on satellite you know i've, I've been back in radio now for a few years and i promised my family that i wasn't going to leave it uh, i was going to stay in radio and i was going to do everything that i possibly could to stay in radio so uh yeah there you have it and if you don't know who i am i normally sport what i like to call my trademark uh look which is the tickler, uh, as it's affectionately called in my inner circles. And because of this whole COVID thing, I haven't been able to go to the barber. Now, I know a lot of you are going to sit there and go, oh, you privileged ass. It's not privilege. It's the fact that my face breaks out if I shave with anything other than a straight razor. And I don't trust my hands to shave with a straight razor at home. So I always go to a barber. Well, I uh, also like to keep my hair, you know, completely bald because I am balding because, again, I have a family that has caused me to bald, but um, I had let my hair grow out because, again, I wasn't able to get to the barber, so I wasn't able to get my stuff fixed, and I said yesterday, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do my hair, and then I'm going to trim my face up, right? First time trying it at home in forever. And I had this nice little clipper, right, for my mustache to get my mustache low because, again, if you see some pictures of me, you'll know my hair, my facial hair doesn't grow like a normal person's facial hair. It grows every direction, <laughs> north, south, east, west, up, down, curly, whatever. It's just, it, it's a mess, to say the least. Um, so I like to keep my mustache pretty low. And then, like I said, I keep my goatee pretty long. One of the reasons I keep my goatee long is because it hides my chins. <laughs> and right now, I'm looking hella fat. I'm bald, and I'm missing all the hair on my face, and I'm absolutely hating it. Uh, I hate the way I look when I don't have facial hair. And again, all of this happened because of one thing. I sneezed <laughs> while I was trimming. I shit you not. I thought that I had the trimmer far enough away from my face so that when I sneezed, uh, you know, it wouldn't cut me. Well, I was wrong. Not only did it cut my mustache in half, it actually sliced my lip, too. So I was like, oh, fuck. Because uh, there was nothing I could do except shave it all off. Um, and I, I want to grow my goatee a little bit better, so I decided to... I, the plan was to, sh to trim my goatee to a certain level so that it would match the hair level on the bottom half of my chin um, so that I could see how it would grow because I've never tried to grow the goatee more than just the strings that it normally grows so i was like you know what let's just see if i can get it to grow and match 
uh, the stuff on my, my neck, I guess. And it didn't work out that way either. I couldn't get everything lined up. So I ended up having to shave everything off. I don't look the same. Uh, my youngest is freaking out. Like, Dad, you look all sophisticated and junk. What's wrong with you? Uh, my wife says I look scarier. <laughs> it's just, I, I absolutely hate it. Uh, so again, those of you that are watching on video, I do apologize uh, for my looks. But it is hair, and hopefully it'll grow back. My, I wasn't the, the best looking guy to begin with. Uh, but now that I'm shaved it, and fat, it's just, oh God, it's horrible. Uh, so again, I apologize to you guys. Now, the Blah 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 podcast could be about anything and everything um, I try to get it to about like 15 minutes or so because I've got other stuff that I've got to do. So the point is that uh, doing the blah, blah, blah podcast where I can talk about anything that I want, um, where I don't have co-hosts or anything else. It's just stuff that I feel like I want to talk about. Uh, it's me kind of being a diva, if you will. Um, and one of the things was, again, uh, my appearance <laughs> and how FUBAR Everything is right now. Um, I'm actually recording this hell early, uh, right before I do the Nick B Show. If you've never listened to the Nick B Show, you can catch replays of that up on nickbradio.com. Spell Nick and I C K, and uh, you'll see, um, you know, where you can listen and all that good stuff. But um, the the Nick B podcast again that we call blah 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 is basically a way for me to come on and rant and rave about something or you know just get something off my chest and i just you know the, the stuff that's been going on in our local area since the the storms and everything that have come through which is kind of crazy um we've had nothing but um bad weather for what seems like the last three weeks straight uh and it's insane. Uh, the the weather has come through, and you know everybody's like, you know, what's going on? Is is Mother Nature mad at us? Blah 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 blah. And I I, I don't have answers to that, but we're we're going through another round of rain right now, um, and things are kind of crazy down here. So I hope everybody is safe wherever they are. Uh, but one of the things that I wanted to really kind of talk about today is. This rapper, whose name is Takashi69. Now, if you don't know who that is, um, you've been living under a rock for the past couple of years. Uh, Takashi69 uh, was this, well, he is this rapper um, that claimed to be this major gangbanger and everything. And supposedly, he was really connected to some gangs. Uh, he got jammed up with a major case. Uh, he was looking at like 150 years in prison. So he turned snitch. Well, he's now out of prison. He's on, um, you know, house arrest, and he's got the the monitoring bracelet and everything on him. Um, but he's actually getting back into the rap game. And here's the thing. I'm an old-school hip-hop head. And when I grew up, if somebody was snitching, there was no way in hell they were going to have a career again. It just wasn't possible. But in this modern age, I guess... Anything's possible, and the fact that that he has a $10 million record deal uh, says a, a lot about how the industry has changed. And dude is, he got out of, of prison early because of COVID. He was, his lawyers were able to argue uh, COVID-19 posed an immediate threat to him and everything. So it's just bizarre what's going on with him, uh, but it's going to be interesting to see if his career 
uh, can really take off because he was he was actually making some noise. I'm, I didn't like him. I didn't like his music um, because he's like he's yelling rap, which is just really weird. We've got two new styles that I just don't I don't vibe with at all. You got the mumble rap and then you got the yelling rap, and it just it doesn't work for me. Um, but again, I haven't I haven't listened to modern rap in a long time. Uh, like I said, I'm an old school hip hop head, um, so I like the you know I like the 80s 90s. 2000s up to maybe 2008 2010 uh, depending on who the artist is but Takashi 69 ratted out everybody like when they when they caught him and jammed him up he told everything about everybody and a lot of people got locked up because of his testimony and he just thinks that you know everything's going to be gravy when he comes out dude's going to be paying a fortune for freaking security um he's going to be you know dealing with the the comments of him being a, a snitch and all of that it's just it's not going to be good like if you are in any industry right the worst one where you want to be labeled a snitch i believe would be rap <laughs> because again what comes with that and look i don't know if people are going to be willing to work with him um because you know they'll be like well what if he tells on me for for smoking pot in a state where it's illegal because he he's making fun of it now he he's making light of it um Somebody had tweeted something. I think it was uh, the district attorney out in California or something like that uh, that was saying, if you see somebody doing something, let us know. And he said, I'm on my way. <laughs> so he's making light of it. He's not taking it serious. Uh, he's not looking at it as being anything other than, uh, you know, just another bump in the road for him, which, again, is kind of crazy because being in rap, if, again, if you if you were to narc somebody out, then that basically meant you were done. Um, and I just, I, 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 don't, I don't understand it, nor do I get it. Um, but yeah, th this episode is going to be a little bit short um, because I have some stuff that I've got to go fix in the studio so that we can get our show on the air because apparently the internet has gone out uh, where we are. And... Uh, we've got to be able to broadcast online as well. So, um, yeah, that just happened. So that's live. That's what happens when you come into the studio and you try to do try to do a show. Hold on, maybe I can reset it by by just pulling the router real quick. So y'all give me a quick second. There we go. Now I'm just gonna let it reset for a little bit. Um, but yeah, so the the whole thing with Takashi talking about you know he's. Um, not a snitch or he's a snitch but he's looking forward to and the dude he's got like six nine all over his body tattooed everywhere it's not like the dude could really go into woodsack or anything um because he sticks out like a sore thumb but most of the tattoos he has on his body some of them are gang related and in open court he flat out ratted on everybody that was the um you know the higher ups of that gang and now he's gonna try and go back to a normal life again gangs have affiliations or at least they did when i was growing up and just because this was one specific set like let's say it was a bloods set well that blood set had blood friends you know kind of across the country uh so i'm just saying he could experience some 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 heat if you will with the other gangs so I, I just I don't know what the dude's thinking, and and then having the 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 balls to think that he's going to be able to do his career all over again 
it's I, I just I don't even know what to say. I'm flabbergasted by it. Uh, but he does have a kid, and he was telling the judge that he was you know going to try and do better. He was going to try and be a dad, and that's great. I, I love to hear that. Uh, but then it comes out that his uh, his baby mama is like he still hasn't seen his kid. And you know what his excuse is for that? COVID nineteen. Yep, that's what he's blaming it on. He says that he can't see his kid because of the virus. So if if it was me and I had been in prison for any amount of time, which I think he ended up doing like maybe eight to 12 months, something like that. It may have been shorter than that. Um, but if it was me and I'd been locked up for a certain amount of time, the first thing I'm doing is going to see my kid. Virus be damned. And he's using every excuse possible. I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, these youngsters nowadays. Um, but again, you know... It is what it is, I guess. Um, and, you know, this whole COVID-19 thing, uh, you got a lot of states that are opening back up. You got some states that are opening too early, according to uh, local mayors. You got governors fighting with mayors. You got governors fighting with the president. Uh, it's just, it, it has not been the best situation. Um, and, you know, I'm under the impression, like I've said many times on my sh show again, the Nick B Show, excuse me, uh, that I think it's past time we open. But I do believe it should be in a small, slow rollout type process. I don't think that um, it should be something quick. Like, I, I don't think they make the decision on a Friday and then everything's open back up on Monday. No, I don't think that. Even though they closed us down that quick. Um, but the reason I'm saying we need to open back up is because there's a lot of people, a lot of small businesses. People think because you own your business that you just have an infinite amount of money. And for the most part, that's not true for most small businesses. Most small businesses, the owners are pretty much living paycheck to paycheck just so they can continue to pay the people that work for them. So when something like this happens and they're not able to do their day-to-day -day work, some of them depend on the day-to-day -day work to get the money. They depend on money day-to-day. -day. Um, it's kind of like being a waiter. Uh, and waiters right now can't, can't get their money because they, they can't have people sitting down. The economy needs to reopen. If we don't reopen now, I'm afraid the damage to our economy we won't be able to reverse. That's just, you know, economics 101. Uh, if people are not allowed to get back to work, if people are not allowed to, um, you know, get back to some sense of normal life, then uh, everything is going to get kind of crazy. And it's just, it's, it's not good. We need to open and we need to open as quickly as we possibly can because those people, the small businesses, really are the backbone of our country. And if they're not able to work or if they're not able to open their, their business back up, then our economy is just is going to be wrecked. It's already, you know, pretty close to being decimated right now um, because, you know, we had to shut everything down according to everything they told us. And now the numbers that are coming out are like it wasn't as bad as we thought. And it's like, well, damn, people. Do you see what you did to the economy? Do you see what you did to people's lives? And that $1,200 check that you gave to some of these people, that ain't shit. Like, most people are two months behind on their mortgage. And if their mortgage is $1,000 plus, 
that means they're at least $2,000 in the hole, so that $1,200 ain't going to help them with nothing. And if you were married and you got, you know, what was it, uh, $3,500 or something like that, then you, plus kids, you know, you get $500 for kids or whatever. I'm just going to say $3,500 because it's easy math for me. You got $3,500, but you're, you're two months behind on your mortgage, and then it's coming into month three of another $1,200 to $1,800 to $2,000, depending on what kind of house you have then that money didn't do anything, and it's gone. So what about your food money? We're going to have record number of people on uh, government assistance, which is horrible because the government's already like $24 trillion in debt or something like that, which is just beyond me. That, that money's never coming down. Now, there was a, a few times in my life where I actually thought they were going to be able to pay it down a little bit, but once we hit the trillions, it, there was no way in hell that was happening. Um and it's just remarkable how fast we've added to our national debt uh, just in my lifetime. Like, you know, let's just let's just do a quick little Google search uh, for the U.S. debt in 1990. Let's just see what it was in 1990, if it'll show me. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, yeah, our current national debt is $24.5 trillion dollars. Uh, the debt per citizen is $75,000, which is insane. Even if every American in here made 70, oh, wait a minute. Debt per taxpayer is $198,000. Because a lot of people forget, we're, the U.S. citizens are the largest holder of the debt. A lot of people think it's China. China is like the third. Um, da, 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 da. I'm still trying to find 1990s uh, just to give it a, a thing. What the hell? That can't be right. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Damn. Seriously? Huh. Okay. Our debt, I want to say, was like... In 1990, maybe $300 million? Or no, $3 billion. $3.2 billion. Yeah, I had to figure out how they're doing it because they're not putting the whole number out. But when you go down the line to where we were, let's say, like back in the 30s, $36 million, or even if it's $36 billion, that's still pretty payable. Just saying. Because, uh, again, this website's not putting it in, in exact numbers. So let's see if I can get another one that will put it in an exact number because I don't have time to read how they're doing it. Uh, and they were only given two two digits. Uh, da -da 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 -da. None of them are given real digits. Damn it. I need the commas. I don't need just the two numbers. I digress. It was way lower than it is now. So, um yeah, I, I just, you know, we can't keep borrowing. We can't keep doing it. We're, we're borrowing money, I think, like every second. Rand Paul did a great speech, uh, who survived COVID, by the way, who's recovered from COVID. Uh, he did a great speech on the Senate floor because they just passed another $500 billion or some bullshit like that. And it's like, stop giving out money. Now, the, the checks that they sent to everybody, okay, it was a Band-Aid, and it helped. And I'm not trying to take that away, but 
put them back to work. Let them catch back up. These mortgage companies, uh, like there's this guy, his name's like Pissed Off Vic or something like that. He actually makes one of the best points of this argument. On the mortgages, let's say the country is closed for three months. Well, on month four, when everything opens back up, the mortgages are going to be charging you four months worth of mortgage payments. And Pissed Off Vic or whatever his name is, Vic something, he said, add that four months, those three months, to the back end of the contract. So if you had, you know, uh, a year and three months, now you have a year and four or six months, seven months. And he said, do the same thing on car loans. Do the same thing on loans. Just add it to the back end. Don't expect them to pay it the second that they start working again. And I, I tend to agree with that. I mean, just just. Give it, put it on the back end because again, on month four, those people are going to go back to work. It's going to take at least two weeks to get a paycheck. They're they're in danger of losing their houses, and these people are foreclosing when they're not even supposed to be. I was like, you know, what the fuck? I thought we were in a national emergency. Why the hell are you people trying to foreclose? It's not like you're going to be able to sell the house anyway, especially if the economy never recovers. It's like give us a break, shit. The government did. The government gave us a break. The government said nobody has to worry about their taxes until July. The banks are like, nope, you still got to pay that fucking mortgage. And if you don't, we're not going to foreclose on you yet, but we still going to report it to your credit agencies as a late payment. So the mortgage companies, the loan companies, all of those right now are just shitty companies. Just just putting it out there. I digress. I don't I don't need to keep ranting. This has been another episode of Blah 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 with Nick B. Hug your loved ones each and every day because you never know when the good Lord will call them home. For every dark night, there's always a brighter day. And life's just a party and parties aren't meant to last. You want to learn more about me? You can go to www.nickbnation.com. Spell Nick, N-I-C-K. You can find links up to the websites and stuff like that. And again, the Nick B Show airs Monday through Friday, uh, 6 a.m. to 10 Central. Uh, Check the website for times and stations. And if you missed this episode live, don't worry. It'll be archived up on blah, blah, blah with nickb.com. And again, all those links will be up on NickBNation.com. Y'all have a good one. I'll see you next time on Blah 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 with Nick B. The proceeding was produced by Look Butterflies Entertainment. All rights reserved. Unauthorized reproduction or rebroadcast in whole or in part. Without the express written consent of Look Butterflies Entertainment is strictly prohibited. Check our website for shows, ways to listen, and all of our social media links. To learn more, visit www.nickbnation.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Look Butterflies.